0: Christmas. You're a week late. And Happy New
1: Year!
0: (laughs) Okay, I'll fucking Pete the Dyslexic Santa. (laughs) Bugger, I got my dates mixed up! Yeah, yeah, Oh well, all the children will have to suffer. (laughs) You're a week late. Oh well. (laughs) Uh, This week we're doing Weird Alien Encounters Part 2. You guys weren't here for Part 1. Why weren't we? Because you
2: weren't doing the part of part one. Yeah, we did it a long time ago. Oh,
1: right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very, very late part two. Yes. Yeah. Very okay, late. Cool. Very late, yeah. Cool. So well, we some
2: more we thought we'd... Something of a bit light and fluffy. Yeah, actually
1: light and fluffy.
0: Well,
2: kind of. Kind of. Light and fluffy for us. Yeah.
1: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <well.
0: laughs> I'm trying to think of the last light and fluffy. I then, don't is think there's it. any
1: sodomy
2: in this one. For sodomy, so... I thought the last one was quite fluffy, wasn't it?
1: Fuck you now. I was telling my friends at work about that. Yeah. I just. We were all sat there looking at me like, the fuck were you chatting about? Like, I was like, yeah, we were chatting about this, and it was like, why? Because he's like the most notorious fucking murderer. (laughs) Murder hoboes. He's like some crazy nutter that you'd never heard of, that is probably more infamous than bloody all of the big murderers that we have heard of, but yet you've never heard of him.
3: We call him the bum murderer.
0: The bum bandit.
3: (laughs) Mm,
0: I wouldn't tell him that. (laughs) I went back in time, there's no way I'm calling Carl Panzer a bum bandit. I would and um, that's of course you'd he meant. probably just think you were robbing homeless he was robbing homeless people I'd have me a little poll that'll keep you safe I you don't know. think it will he's 200 pounds of uncut muscle mm. <laughs> you really had a thing for him you? he's got a <laughs>
1: secret you, you, you kept talking about his big muscles and that because he's had to
0: understand how fucking physically probably. opposing he was how many times did you delete out when you were going
1: how, how many times did you delete out his, his like dribbling drooling yeah. sobering
0: my Batman voice was spot on we'll
1: refer to our Christmas episode yeah know, go back and listen to that do you know it's funny I was thinking about it and I forgot to mention it at the time you know like people like David Beckham people, you got these these really like good looking handsome guys and then they talk that
3: hello my name's David David Beckham <laughs>
1: You know what I mean? It's like it's com- it's comical. Yeah. I could almost imagine him be like,
0: oh, "Hello there, fella. You're walking to big bum, you good time boy."
1: Having like some crazy mm. weird voice, maybe
0: <laughs> not not. But yeah. I don't know. I thought the Batman early nineties wrestler worked best.
3: <laughs>
0: to be fair, but no, we're bringing you alien encounters too, and again, SoundCloud has an issue with its statistics.
1: It's rubbish at the minute, isn't it? So I'll we. Contact them. I'll contact him. I'll give him a bell. Give him a slap. Yeah.
0: Yeah, indeed. So yeah, thank you to all our new and returning listeners who have joined us in the last few weeks. hope you had a great Christmas. This episode will hit you New Year's Eve, so you know all the best for that.
1: Merry New Year and everything. May twenty twenty four be better. Don't be as, shit as this year can't be worse. Oh, <laughs> we said always,
2: that every year. It can always be worse. <laughs> Since 2012, haven't <laughs> we? It can't get any worse. Oh,
1: fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> but
0: things have always been shit. Do now you have to realise things have always... We've media highlighting it. No, we've to have the media highlighting it. The news travels faster. Things have always been shit. <laughs> it
2: just feels like you have to unravel it at the moment, doesn't it? Well, on there the plus side... Democracy across the world being threatened. Well, Climate the... change. Wars. Possible Aliens.
0: You're not living in the fourteenth century though.
2: No, I d I don't mean for the average man, obviously it's a lot better. You go through history and you lives I've got better until about nineteen eighteen it's gone downhill again. Since we were born. Yep.
0: Goddamn boomers. Ruining it for the rest of us. Valid point though. got to you gotta you gotta bolt the boomers on this one.
3: For, for making babies and just having a good time
0: no for just constantly voting against their best interest mm. trusting the government too much might be a better way of phrasing it yeah mm. anywho anyway aliens weird aliens too. electric boogaloo let's mm. crack on frog aliens uh, I'd like to see a frog alien I think it'd be quite cute
3: if that's one of them
0: it's kind of cute
3: it's not cute
0: I wonder if frogs maybe were aliens. I don't know, but I've woke up were next to worse.
3: <laughs>
0: Some you? people think
1: octopuses <laughs> are aliens, don't they? They're like three hearts and twelve lungs and
2: seven penises. Yeah.
1: Seven pizzas? Penises. <laughs> I don't they, know. They could
0: carry seven pizzas. <laughs> I don't think they have seven penises, but... They might, I don't know. Yeah, because they don't... Weren't we employing this pizza delivery? We should people? do. They'd always have to be in a tank. It might water. be a bit soggy-mighty at the pizza when it gets
1: Look <laughs> yeah. at all that the water. Soggy pizzas,
0: anyone? Well, they'd have to get out the tank, get the pizza, and then come and ring your door, wouldn't they? Yeah. Work in Venice. Oh, in Venice? Right. Let, let's get that
1: one started. <laughs> let's go on Dragon's Den and say, Right, Peter Jones, I want £4 million to start up Octopus Delivery Service in Venice. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fucking spot on, it will.
0: Then again... I don't know if octopus is a salt water only. We can convert them. And also the water in Venice is probably that polluted they just die. That's
1: <laughs> <laughs> a good point.
3: I wouldn't want my pizza flying anywhere near it to be fair. <laughs>
1: yeah, the water shit in Venice. Shit no water.
0: No, and I don't and I don't want to kill all the octopi that we're gonna employ. Mm. You know, I feel bad about that.
1: Octopus rights and everything, you know. Mm. Yeah, mum.
0: Yeah. Anyway, frog aliens. <laughs> frog aliens. Harrison Bailey loved to walk so much that he found a way to profit from it. He had a huge green tyre with advertising space on the side of it and he'd take long walks rolling it with sponsored ads. Well, he doesn't sound like a nutcase. <laughs> just, where you going, Harrison? Just walking my tyre with his advertising on. <laughs> right. He was on such a walk from Chicago, Illinois to Joliet, I assume that is, on September 24th, 1951. When he rolled his big tyre into a small wooded area on the route near the town of Orland Park. Here Why? Comes
2: a, here comes that cunt again
0: with his big tyre. <laughs> oh god, here he is. Here's Harrison with his giant tyre.
1: Who's he fucking trying to get? Whose attention is he trying to get by rolling it into the woodlands?
0: Though? I think he's probably just coming in there for a break. I don't know. He's pretty, pretty knackered. He's rolling around a tyre.
1: I don't think he's all with it,
0: to be fair. I don't think he's the full <laughs> ticket, as one might say. He's trying to sell to the squirrels selling nuts. (laughs) These nuts. As he approached the woods, he became aware of a strange prickling in his neck and saw a sort of silver whirlwind in the sky behind him. But he was on a tight schedule with a long walk ahead, so he ignored it and continued forward Uh, into the woods. In front of him was what he took to be a large frog on a log as he approached it. He became aware of other animals around the same size hidden in the foliage on both sides of the road small round insects question mark he doesn't know we're all over the road but bailey walked on figuring his boots would protect him and then the frog of the log stood up and started walking towards him i'd imagine that's probably brown trousers time at that point Mm -hmm. Ah. (laughs) yeah yeah i'd say so soon bailey was surrounded by these bipedal frogs and they were jumping up to touch him on the shoulders, back, hips and legs. And when they touched him, it felt unpleasant. He started to run, still rolling his wheel ahead of him, and over the strange insects that covered the road, eventually escaping the horde of frogs. Why not use the wheel against the frogs? Squash, a few, like. Well, I mean, it doesn't say how big they are, but they're, if they're jumping up to touch his... Back, hips, and, and exactly legs. And they're
3: bipedal, so they're, they're walking on two two legs
0: as opposed so, to four. So maybe they're up to his knee. Well, I don't know. It's
3: a big fucking frog. If it is up to his knee. Well, yeah,
0: but you could roll it over. That roll that big tire over it. You could certainly kick it. You could definitely song. kick it. Gotta do some frog stomping. Hey, shame that band sucked after that album. Well, oh, no wait, did they do two good albums or three? Well, each so if it got worse. I don't yeah, to the third one, when it was just terrible. Yeah. Shame. Further on the road, Bailey ran across a large, rounded object that opened to reveal two five-foot-tall human-like beings wearing helmets that obscured their faces. The next thing Bailey was aware of was lying on a bed of some sort, presumably inside the object, with the two beings examining him and somehow communicating to him... To instruct the world, to tell, to say about them, to tell the world about them. He didn't speak. That was all in his head. After this strange exam, baby was allowed to leave with his wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but despite the beings asking him to tell the world about them, he immediately forgot about nearly everything that happened that day. I'm
2: sorry, but you ain't gonna forget about that shit, are you? No,
0: no, no, you're not. No, no. I mean, unless of course they've done the usual hypnotic trick on you and. You'll remember this in 25 years, tell the world! Oh, well, why would they do that? They, they want the word spread. how yeah. well, just...
3: come the word spreading now if you forgot it all?
0: Because he's remembered it. Oh. Hypnotic regression 25 years later. Mm. <laughs> mm. Now, you know what I'm usually mm. doing for pretty much any alien mm. encounter? I'm 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 re- I'm skeptical this aren't I? I I you know what? You know the fence and there's the side that I usually sit on that believes most things about aliens. Mm. I'm on the other side that's like this guy's just a fucking lunatic. You know, you can't trust a man that pushes round a big wheel all day a <laughs> tire. He's, he's hardly of just... sound mind, is he? He
3: just doesn't do that all day, does he?
0: He likes walking and he gets paid to advertise things on his big tire that he just pushes along. You know what my theory is?
2: Pushing it along in the woods. He's, he's opened up and got a gas pocket.
3: <laughs> I, was
1: thinking gas. Th- I
3: was thinking the same sort of thing. it's made him
1: hallucinate. I was
3: thinking like
0: mushroom spores. Mushroom
3: spores, yes.
0: Right? Yeah, maybe. Or he ate some berries. Yeah, possible. Maybe just sniffing that rubber all day off the tyre and whatever else. It rolls through as mm. probably just made it affected his mind. I, I don't know. Obviously, I'm on the
2: fence because I'm on the fence for everything, but. I'm 99.9% sure this is bollocks.
0: Yeah. I mean. I'm
1: so you're not really on the fence then, are you, to be technically fair? Technically, I am. Mm, 0one still you, touching the what fence with one of your, your pubic hairs. My pubes. One of your pubes is touching the fence. I, know, I,
0: just, I just feel that a man who walks around all day pushing a tyre about is not a credible person to be listening to. <laughs> can't, a man ju- his...
1: can't judge a man by his labour, can you? Like, what, what he does for a living. Well, that's true. Look at Einstein. It's just an old Look Pat at Mike. Clark. Look what he does for a living. What about a rent boy? I'm a genius. <laughs> you know what I mean?
3: <laughs> what
1: about a rent boy? What, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> no, can you judge them? Yeah, but Mike, I what Never trust a rent
2: boy. I've learned from my
1: experience. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be <laughs> wallet away and everything.
0: <laughs> Is that how you got AIDS? <laughs> er... <laughs> uh, no, that was no, the monkey. That was, that <laughs> was the monkey. In the shack. I was going to
1: say that. God damn it.
0: Oh, dear. That explains a lifetime ban from Chester Zoom. <laughs> All right, where's the next one? Space Cone. That's quite a freaky little illustration. they like little space monkeys. They're
2: like little space elves, don't they? Goblins. Mm. Sort of attacking a woman. Trying to um, steal her flowers. How mean dare they? Goblin
0: aliens like this. or a kind sort of in a, a cape
2: and a silver suit and...
1: Brown helmets on. Can you just kick them in the nuts really hard, wouldn't you? You
0: would, wouldn't you? <laughs> Fuck off, you little shit. Sunday, November 1st, 1954. Rosa Donelli was walking along a footpath through fields and thickets on her way from her house to the nearby town of Siena, Italy, where she planned to place a handful of carnations at the altar of the Madonna of Pellegrina, or the Pilgrim Madonna. It was a path she used almost daily and an area very familiar to her. Until she entered a small clearing and found some sort of vehicle in the middle of it, the object was only about seven feet tall and looked like two tall cones connected together at their large ends, like a round diamond shape. It stood on three small legs and had an opening in the side that revealed two small chairs. As Rosa was just starting to wonder around this object, about this object, two tiny men, only about three foot tall or so walked around from the opposite side of it to approach her in a friendly fashion. The two looked mostly human, but their size and an odd curve in the centre of their lips showed they were not. Both wore one-piece grey overalls that covered them from their necks to their feet, and each wore a short cape. They also had odd helmets that covered their ears. The two short men tried to talk to Danelli, but she didn't understand the language they were using. They snatched some carnations from her and dropped them inside the craft, then one of them reached inside and brought out two white spheres. And then Danelli took the opportunity to run from the scene. And when she looked back over her shoulder at them, they vanished.
2: They were just trying to give her a present yeah, back. I'd say it bit of a trade. And she flipped she out. She could have been a
1: fucking millionaire. Oh, fuck, yeah. God oh, damn been
2: Imagine, we don't know what them
1: two white spheres could have done. It could have been teleportation devices.
2: Could have been. could have been medical devices that cure any diseases
0: and ailments. It could have been Pokeballs and she'd have found herself in an intergalactic zoo. Captured. (laughs)
1: It'd have been no loss.
0: Well, I don't know what Rose is like.
1: Meh. She was alright,
2: like. It could have defied gravity. We could have back-engineered them and
1: been living in a Star Trek future. But no, she was a pussy and she ran. Yeah. Would you run or would you have have stayed? What would you have done? (laughs) Well...
0: It's an interesting question because they're three foot tall. I'd have kicked them in the nuts. We've, we've you know if they do back. decide to get nasty, I'm going to kick them as hard as I can. Now they were pretty,
2: but they were pretty friendly. They said until they snatched the carnations, but then they brought something out and
0: yeah. We'll never know what happened. No. We'll never know if they were if they were all right or not. I guess that's it. We'll... Hmm. It's a to time. It was mm-hmm. there. That
1: could have been our chance of contact with a really cool species that could have helped develop our world. And they chose the wrong fucking silly bitch to choose.
3: Or the pilfering little fox.
0: <laughs> they could be pilfering another fox, you're right, yeah.
2: <laughs> that those two spheres could have been bombs.
3: <laughs> yeah. Take these to your leader. Yeah. Or That's it could be a like load me. of
0: bollocks. Yeah, the ones from the 50s are fantastic, Mm. the sightings. They're so out there, they're so outlandish. Because no one ever reports shit like that now. Yeah, but it's because
2: everyone was watching Twilight Zone the night before. Probably not
0: in 1954 Italy.
1: uh, Yeah, it would have been. The Italian version. (laughs) The Twilight Zone!
0: No, no, wait, that's the Spanish version. (laughs) Well. I don't, know, I don't know I don't think, tw- think she has been watching the Twilight Zone in 54 in Italy I just want to point out that Kelly Hopkinsville is on this list <laughs> giving that one an honourable mention because it is probably the best alien encounter you'll ever find that's the one mention on that one because <laughs> it is because <laughs> it's bollocks it's not bollocks no, we did a full episode on it right, you can still run through it still runs very quickly go on then Okay, I'll give you the very abridged version because I know this really well. It's a farm in Kentucky, Hopkinsville, Kentucky, Kelly, Kentucky even, and it all started when Billy Ray Taylor saw a strange object fly across the sky with a rainbow trail and then drop into a deep gully nearby. Taylor headed to the farmhouse of the Sutton family to tell everyone what he'd seen, and they all thought he'd placed in a falling star and was maybe exaggerating. Half an hour later, something glowing approached the house from the fields. Taylor and Lucky Sutton watched a strange glow from the back door of the house until it became clear it was some kind of bipedal creature three and a half feet tall with a huge round head and very long arms ending in talons that was walking towards them. The odd creature appeared to be made of silver and it held its arms high above its head as it approached as if in surrender. Guess what happened next? This is America, it's rural America. They shot And a strange alien, a strange <laughs> being has approached them with its hands in the air. They tried to shoot it. Absolutely right. Ah, surprising. They grabbed guns, one's got a 2-2, one's got a shotgun of what gauge, I can't remember off the top of my head. And when the odd creature came within 20 feet of the house, they opened fire. With the odd result, the creature flipped backwards and then ran away. Soon another such creature was found staring into the house and one of the windows and they shot at it from inside the house. That also just flipped backwards out of sight. Assuming the body would be just outside, Taylor and Sutton headed for the front door. As Taylor walked out however, one of the creatures seemed to reach down from above and ran his hair, hand gently through his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Presumably L'Oreal because he's worth it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the family yanked Taylor back inside before he could go further and Sutton ran out and shot the creature knocking off the roof. Another creature was spotted in a tree nearby and Taylor joined Sutton as both shot at the creature. It fell from the tree and floated lightly back to the ground before running off. Then another ran from around the house of the two men and they fired point-blank into the creature and they heard the bullets hit it, but the strange creature was unharmed even though it turned and ran after being shot. Though these strange creatures continued to pest the family till about 5am, they never did anything aggressive. and they actually leave the farm about 2am? Go into town to report what's going on. They come back with sheriffs, obviously themselves. Some stories, there's military policemen there, some there aren't. And they look around and they can't find anything, so they go, Well, you know what? Just, you know, they look around for alcohol as well, which they can't find. Drank at all. They haven't drank it all, there's no evidence of it being so alcohol. Well, in the bathtub. Oh, no evidence. <laughs> no evidence of that. And then the creatures come back and they have another shootout at about five o'clock. It all ends, and the creatures fuck off and everything. Yeah, return. They the come turn. back
2: when the authorities aren't there anymore. Well, they could. It'd be that, they... isn't it, when there's no more, there's no more witnesses. But
0: they can't find What's your excuse for this? The owls, Silvery isn't it? owls. Apparently, there were silver owls. They were because they never found any blood, feathers, or bodies.
2: Because they missed.
0: How can you, you? can't miss with a shotgun against birds. That's what a shotgun is designed to do. <laughs> yeah. The shotgun is literally designed to shoot I birds. Where
2: are you shooting? shooting from? And things
0: like that. It's coming right up to the door. on this. The, They're you know. pissed on moonshine. They're, right. They haven't got any aim. Uh, I think you can't miss with a shotgun far from the hip, and a, <laughs> a four-foot bird. I don't think you can do it. I don't <laughs> think it's. I think it's impossible.
3: I call bullshit on like military police coming back.
0: Yeah, that's a bit. You never. Know, the the story's that. The story shifts a little bit. Some may have been added on the, on the internet. Some, but mm. they definitely came back with shows. I think it's the reason we never saw them again this particular time of age is because of so the hostile response, the hostile reception they got. Could have been a first contact again. I just don't
3: think they're picking very good places for first contact, <laughs> are they? <really?
2: laughs>
1: Hillbillies in the woods. Yeah. Definitely not. Let's come to our houses. Come in, have a smoke, have a drink. Do you want a beer? Yes.
3: They start of getting hostile after you give them a beer. Nice one,
1: Pete. It's all <laughs> right. I'll be somewhere I saw near me. I'll chop them up.
0: Like
1: mm-hmm. fucking aliens do. Yum, <laughs> yum, yum. yum.
0: Uh, one of a creature with four arms and four legs and arms. Sunday, 2pm in Casablanca, California. And a large group of boys are playing in a yard in front of one of their houses when they noticed the first strange object in the sky above them what year is this? It doesn't know? say at the moment actually. It's just 2pm on a Sunday. Yeah. It's
1: quite vague isn't it? it yes. Yeah. Is.
0: Soon others appear and disappeared with a musical ping. Putting on a show the boys looked thought was fun. But every time they tried to get one of the adults in the house to look, everything vanished so it was just for them to see and they soon accepted this. Non-see aliens. <laughs> one of the objects, multicolored and bright, landed about half a block away in a field and then two of the older boys saw a strange thing in front of the house next door. It was around three and a half feet tall floating above the ground and transparent enough they could see the brickwork of the house through the thing's body. It wore a belt with a round disc that glimmered like a mirror and the creature appeared to have eyes and a mouth but across the area a nose would be there were just four round objects that shined like diamonds. Another boy saw, just saw an arm hanging alone in midair beckoning him oh, to come closer.
3: Right
0: <laughs> Pedo arm. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
0: definitely a bit noncey this alien. Then another full being emerged in the landing craft, also floating above the ground, but much more solid looking than the previous. This one appeared to be wearing a satin like material and it had four legs and four hands, each of its arms splitting in two at the elbow. Octopus. Yeah. Oh. This being somehow talked to one of the boys, telling him to climb a nearby tree so he could be picked up in 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, okay. definitely something going on here.
1: Nancy aliens.
0: Using a hose, the older kids kept the younger ones out of the tree, and 15 minutes later, one of the strange objects flew around the top of the tree before all of the objects disappeared for the last time weird that one isn't it weird Nancy Aliens definitely there's definitely something creepy going on with
2: that
1: one <laughs> The Jimmy Savile of the alien world I'm looking forward to this next one Ginger Aliens <laughs> Ginger
0: Aliens oh god wipe them out, I'm, the the ne- I'm, not, out I'm never advocating an alien war but I am if they're ginger you ginger? <laughs> not ginger Mike's ginger Excuse me, I'm strawberry blonde.
3: And that's what they all say, Mike.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A bit of red in my beard. A bit um, of red in your hair. Oh my fuck.
3: <laughs>
1: what colour is it then? Autumn sunrise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you keep telling yourself and the rest of us, but yeah, personally, this is the only time I'm down for an interstellar war. Yeah, but straight away get rid of a it's like, oh, god just mouth. imagine that like aliens are coming down to meet us and so they step out their ginger and everyone just like oh we no I like gingers well, someone asked him <laughs> Jose Antonio Da Silva from Bebedouro, Brazil just wanted to fish and he got up that morning just to do to do just that I just want to fish I just I want to fish <laughs> ding, 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 so say ding, say it ding, sounds like ding, a rock ding,
1: song ding, or
0: something yeah. I just want to fish that would be our new song no. Fishings are people who've got problems at home. <laughs> <laughs> so he hiked the lake and set up camp the day before, but around 3pm his plans were changed against his will. When a group of four-foot-tall humanoids, completely covered head-to-toe in strange suits, paralysed his legs and then dragged him aboard a weird craft. Oh, that, shit. That's a shitter. Oh, dear.
1: They try and gingerise him.
0: Oh, this is the thing. So you're not making me ginger, you fucks? <laughs> For hours, De Silva sat with his captors as the strange vehicle moved. There were no windows, so he could only feel the motion of the craft, with no idea where it was going. They had placed a helmet over his head, just like the ones they were wearing themselves. And when they reached their destination, he was brought into a large room and placed sitting on a stool. Here he saw these beings with their helmets on, although he was still wearing his. Among them was one being who was slightly taller and appeared to be in charge. They all looked about roughly the same. Human with red hair that hung to their waists and beards that stretched to their stomachs. Their eyebrows were very thick, about two finger widths. so that could be any girl in the UK under a certain age. Massive bros.
3: Mm.
0: And they had no eyelashes on their slightly larger-than-human green eyes. The biggest difference was their mouths, which were a little wider than humans and had no teeth in them, looking more like a fish's mouth on the inside. Good for blowjobs. (laughs) (laughs) They communicated to De Silva by means of gestures and illustrations. He soon understood that they wanted him to go back to Earth to gather information for them. Lazy. (laughs) Lazy. Lazy
3: aliens.
0: Lazy ginger aliens. (laughs) then they wanted him to eventually return to live with them mm-hmm. for several years finally to return to earth with them as their ambassador and guide and De Silva refused yeah, well, the offer what an idiot what an idiot oh, I wouldn't want oh, to he just wanted to fish didn't he <laughs> <laughs> yeah got mother. some fish people <laughs> yeah <laughs> ginger fish people yeah. what, how brilliant is that I wouldn't go with a bunch of gingers either
1: I don't know they sound like they might give good sucky sucky
3: long time
1: with fish
0: mouths. Beards.
1: Well, maybe uh, the females might not have
0: beards. <laughs> Thanks, guy. like the beard. Gave me something to hang on to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bigfoot?
1: Oh, I see Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you, just to finish off De Silva's story, once he found his way to a road he was able to learn that he was about 30 kilometres or 18.6 miles away from where he'd been fishing and four and a half days had passed. Huh. Whoa. Well, Still, a trip. I'm sorry, that is yeah. like... Who's taking the offer? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. Why wouldn't you take the offer? Yeah. It was, it was, it was, I mean, it, you were taking it. Yeah. To what, go
3: live on their planet?
0: Well, you know. Go and Fuck not, man. It's a new species.
2: You're the first person to come in contact with them. You could be the ambassador to Earth.
1: It's a no brainer, really.
2: Or go back to being a nobody.
0: You said you like gingers. i <laughs> really
3: like, how many other people have you said this to? <laughs> but you said this to all the fucking humans, did not you? <laughs>
0: I'm
3: not your first!
0: <laughs> I'd be like, right, I'll come with you and do. I'll do the ambassador thing, but I'm not getting the info for you. You can do that yourselves, you lazy fucks. Just put him to Wikipedia.
1: Wikipedia?
0: Well, that's how the Transformers did it. Is it? In the movies. Yeah, but
1: at 2pm on a Sunday, that, that, that Wikipedia might not have been invented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we don't, really it's hear, we
3: don't
1: know the we that. that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Bigfoot. Amp, <laughs> dum, dum.
0: dum. It was 10.30pm on a foggy night out in Frederick, Wisconsin and a farmer, William Bozak, was driving home from a co-op meeting he had attended in the nearby town of Frederick when his headlights reflected off something on the left side of the road. He'd already been driving at a slower pace due to the fog and he slowed down as he approached the object. And I do mean object, for it was no car on the side of the road. The object was about 8 to 10 feet tall and was sitting still. On the side facing Bozak as he drove up, there was a curved glass panel that he could see through, and inside there was a human-like being. The being appeared to be wearing a tan shirt of some type. Human skin? Maybe. See my vest. See my vest. (laughs) Well, Bozak could also see it had short hair or fur on its upper body and arms, so it's wearing a wife-beater. It's wearing a human being vest. Yeah. Now what? His hairy upper arms. And now he's going to skin this bloke to make his trousers. That's that? Yeah. Well, maybe. It's or certainly... human
2: human moccasins. Ooh.
0: <laughs> the arms were raised above the being's head, and there was more short hair sticking out from the sides of the being's head, although its face and chin were hairless. High up on its head, two calf-like ears stuck out about three inches to each side. It also had large, protruding eyes. Bozak couldn't see more of the creature, or the craft, because of the fog, but he'd seen enough. <laughs> he stepped on the gas pedal and he rocketed home. Yeah,
2: maybe if it was a big ten-foot-tall hairy creature with a human-skin vest, I might leg like it as well
0: no I'm going the way of the Kelly Hopkinsville crew I'm going to stop in the car I'm getting that shotgun out of my truck I'm taking that skin back (laughs) I want that human skin vest (laughs) Quite you weirdo (laughs) you can buy a human skin effect leather jacket it looks fucking great it's got a face on it it's got faces uh, fucking everything looks fucking great
3: I think I've seen it yeah I've seen a meme of it or something (laughs) it's
0: a necronoma coat (laughs) (laughs) I love it it will look pretty sweet. People yeah. would certainly pay, look at you twice. And then you probably get arrested. <laughs> I don't know, Bigfoot is Bigfoot an alien, that's a debate for another time. Mm.
2: Pete, what do you think? The expert on Bigfoot. Well. Well you
0: as much as an expert as any of them fuckers on
2: TV. I mean we do know it was ten thirty PM and it was foggy. Yeah. That's <laughs> That's Again. prime
0: if that's prime Bigfoot time, ten thirty PM in the fog. Quite vague again, though, wasn't it? No more vague than any other bigfoot creature no. So no dates, yet. yeah. Yeah.
3: Didn't say he was even out there. Yeah, cool, a strange it? one. Oh, oh, sorry. William Boask was driving home. Is William Boask when he's at home?
0: Was a guy that saw Bigfoot, William? You, you know, know, old Bill. Like Big Will. Bill? Big Willy. <laughs> Big Billy Willy. Or Willy Billy. Hill Billy Willy Billy. Billy. Oh, there's some aliens with triangle eyes. No. Illuminati aliens. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, yeah. Private security guard, Piero Fortuna fretta was a lot of a lot of Italian ones on these and the Italians were a bit had a bit of a ergot going about.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was driving his rounds in Tarigla, Italy, the icy cold uh, icy cold night, when just a bit after midnight his cars, engine, lights and radio all failed at once bringing the car to a stop in front of one of his client's houses. That's a common thing though, isn't it? The cars dying, all the radios going. Co- it, what do you mean it's common? It's common in most closing counters oh, of right, the yeah. third kind that cars and other mechanical things will shut themselves off. stuff, yeah. stops. watches will stop, things like that. While this bothered him, Zamfretta quickly noticed four strange lights moving around the client's house. Assuming these are burglars, he grabbed his gun and flashlight, and walked through the open gate and snuck quietly on the wall to surprise them. Then someone touched his back. Spinning around with his gun and light in front of him, Zanfretta found himself facing a ten-foot tall being with undulating hairy green skin. He pointed his flashlight up to see the face and dropped it in shock. The creature had triangular yellow eyes and red veins on its forehead, and at that point I'd have probably cracked my pants.' And then fired every round I had into that ten foot tall alien while screaming. Mm. Too fucking right. Yeah, ten foot tall, green fur, Sith eyes, triangular Sith eyes. I don't want that. Zamfretta he quickly grabbed up the flashlight and ran for his car, but was soon aware that something very bright was behind him. He turned to look and discovered a huge triangular craft, glowing brightly enough that he had to shield his eyes was rising from the backyard of the house with a hissing noise. He ran to his cart and made a desperate call out on his radio, which cut off before he could give his location. There's a, there's a something next He said it cut out. It died on him, but it worked uh, yeah. worked for a, minute, a moment. So did it cut out or did it not cut out? Good point. An hour later, two other patrol cars came to the area and discovered some lying on the ground out in front of the now closed gate to the house. As he approached, he jumped up, pointing his gun at them. His eyes were bulging and he didn't seem to recognise him. They managed to overpower him, but noticed, as they did, that Zanfretta and his clothes were very warm, despite the icy temperatures he'd been presumably lying in until just a moment before. Further investigation after daybreak showed two huge horseshoe-shaped impressions in the ground behind the house, as if something massive had been sitting there and all, and, and, sorry, and 52 witnesses from around the city had all seen the bright light in the area at the time Zanfetta claimed to have been attacked. Oh, multiple witnesses. Multiple witnesses, 52 witnesses. Mm. Right,
3: so the aliens could have kept him warm.
0: I think it's suggested that maybe he'd been a radiation or something. Maybe he'd actually been abducted and the
1: reason he was lying on the floor, not really mm. knowing what's going on. Because that's where he was just pumped back. And they knew
0: that it was cold, so they gave him something that would keep him warm. I wonder if the gun had worked. You know, mechanical things tend to fail around aliens. No would no, his pistol work? Yeah, le- no electronics yeah. Are the pistols, yeah. yeah. No. No. Then again, some of them have demonstrated the ability to stop bullets, like OZO-1, he stopped that bullet. Did he? Yeah, hunting right, that dude who's hunting. Ah, yeah. Mm, I'd have still tried to shoot it. Only as in the first reaction, I've got a pistol in my hand and there's a giant green fucking monster mm. in front of me. Mm. What else am I going to do? Try and wank it off? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's another option. Well, it might cut the alien off. <laughs> that's what this is, you get mugged, guys. Mm. Get visibly aroused. Get visibly aroused. Yes, yeah, get Pull your, your, your toes on.
1: Pull your cock out and start wanking. Yeah. But it's a completely
0: defuse the situation.
3: They're still so going to run off with your whatever they've mugged. Well, they you might be off. so
0: fucking freaked out by the fact you just took it out and decided to wank. They might I oh, oh want it to be mugged! I want the fuck and just run. Oh,
1: God, hit me, baby. Oh. That's when you
3: jizz and realise you've got a deep seated problem. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: <laughs> uh, 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 the trouble is,
0: if you did this alien, it might think it's a marriage proposal. No, that's true. <laughs> That is true. Never try and wank off an alien. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good advice. (laughs) Good advice, I think. Thanks, Ben. Listener. (laughs) That is a cut-to-the-ball pro tip. Mm -hmm. Unless, of course, it's a sexy alien. There have been a few of them, hasn't there? There has. So, yeah. Mm. Dilemma. Judge it on a basis-by-basis thing, I guess. All right, tent creatures. I've never seen tent creatures. Francesco Ibanez. 54 driving to his vineyards just outside of tourist Spain at 11am in the morning when he came across a strange object in the road ahead of him it was shaped like half an egg with a large dome on four short legs and appeared to be made from a shining white metal it was about eight feet or two and a half meters tall as Ibanez puzzled over this object two small figures emerged from nearer carob tree around 36 feet or 11 meters away and headed for the craft he saw the strange beings from the side one behind the other they're only about three feet or about a meter tall and appeared to be wearing white outfits that covered them from head to toe and looked as if they're inflated the little beings almost appeared to be wearing tiny tents could have been their space suits couldn't it could have been their feet and hands are small and dark in color and all that Ibanez could make out of their faces was that they had tubes of some sort that projected out from the face by about three inches, eight centimetres, like built-in binoculars. The two figures rushed the vehicle and entered it, after which the half-egg rose quickly and silently, creating a whirlwind as it took off. Later, researchers found four small impressions on the ground where Ibanez said the vehicle had been and estimated a weight of around four tons from the depths of the impressions.
2: Interesting.
0: See that's a creepy one because you're like, okay that could be their version of a spacesuit. Couldn't it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. little binocular eyes, maybe their eyes aren't very good so that's why they've got. Like little, you know. Yeah.
2: Maybe they can't see in our light
0: properly, like a predator. Oh yeah he'd be a lot less fearsome in one of them suits if he was just wearing a tent they look like
3: grannies walking around they
0: do, they do. yeah they do like an old woman at the, at the seaside
3: yeah she's just missing an ice cream cone
0: isn't she mm. there's no seagull attacking her for chips either Right. So yeah Same interesting How about aliens out for fertilizer there's another tale where basically these italian looking aliens like get the attention of this farmer and ask him for water to make pancakes with water and salt which he obliges and he eats some of the pancake and takes it away and it's just another ordinary kind of pancake but he's like two italian looking aliens probably just two <laughs> italian blokes who turned up that guy was That's joking the
2: barbecue
0: one yeah 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 so Newark farmer Gary Wilcox meeting with aliens on April 24th was incredibly casual. Uh, this is 1964, we've a date here. Seeing a cigar-shaped object he mistook for a crashed plane, he rode up to it on a tractor. It turned out to contain two beings in clothing that hid their faces. They told Wilcox that they were Martians, and then they began asking him questions. This lasted for over two hours until he eventually got down to business, God, that must have been an awkward uh, fucking casual two conversation. Two hours, yeah. You know, like, I, I uh, it. it's interrogation, isn't it? I don't believe it. No. How are the called,
1: kids? I call bullshit on it straight away because he said that they said they were Martians.
0: Well, you don't know there's not life on Mars. Hidden deep in the canyons or underground, you don't know. Randy Kramer might be right. They're no. hiding their faces. They could be insectoid. Two hours of awkward conversation with aliens. What would you ask them?
2: Well, actually,
0: well, you... Who would you jerk off? off? (laughs) That's not the first question you'd go in with, Ben. (laughs) sure. How
1: was your trip here, mate? Yeah, like
3: that, dude. Much
1: traffic. (laughs) Do you know
0: any of them sexy cat people? No. Oh, fuck a brother up. (laughs) Yeah, of course I'll participate in your interspecies breeding programme. <laughs> Fine with the green woman and the cat people.
3: As
0: long as they got a vagina. Well, obviously. A hole. Or whatever passes for a vagina amongst that species. As long as it hasn't got teeth, I'm down to fuck. <laughs> so they were trying to terraform Mars. That's what they say to him. And by way of studying samples on Earth... And to that end, they asked for a bag of fertilizer, as they had no cows on Mars. Oh, hell. Wilcox obligingly went to retrieve a seventy-five-pound bag. That's a heavy fucking bag just to give away, you know. So I'll give you some. You're not having the old bag, you fucks. Cheeky bastards! Well, what a
2: terraform Mars is gonna take more than one seventy-five-pound bag of fertilizer? <laughs> <isn't it?
0: laughs> you'd have thought you'd just give them a cow. <laughs> Because the cow would last long on Mars, would it? They well, give that it a little space suit, did not we? They're aliens. <laughs> They've got the technology. What are they going to eat? Well, they take some, they, they use the fertilizer they're going to take anyway to grow some grass and a little dome for the cow.
2: Like, that's not how it works. It's a different planet. It's got a different atmosphere. It well, doesn't oxygen. Some grass.
0: All right, they need some fertilizer, some grass seeds, and some kind of pooper scoop. <laughs> Right, and they put the cow in a little dome, and then put the grass seeds in.
2: In a dome, you could in a, in a controlled dome, environment.
0: Yeah. In a controlled environment, and they just let the cow poop. It's gonna
2: take a while, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's gonna
0: take a while. They might have always asking for a breeding pair. In all if fairness, you, I would. Yeah. yeah, one cow, one cow isn't gonna do a lot. Then you kill them off in milk, and realize that they digesting them. No cows, they're all lactose intolerant. They got no dairy, have they? You're going to kill an entire species with explosive diarrhea if you give them a cow. don't do have to drink
3: the milk. Say,
0: yeah, but they're going to, aren't
1: they? I say, don't No, they're not. They milk. might
3: be like, what's that coming out of it? Why
1: would I want to drink a cow's tip milk? Well, I don't know.
0: It's like, oh, it's this It's island. not like you go up to
1: a dog and start sucking a dog's tip when it's got milk. Don't <laughs> you? <laughs> it's a delicacy. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, Claire. <laughs>
0: Oh <laughs> What if you're thirsty enough?
1: Oh, Ben.
0: <laughs> if it's the apocalypse, mate. And you're like going to do- drink dog's I'm, milk? I'll drink dog's milk. You, you drink your dog's milk? No, I'm drinking my dog's milk. <laughs> it's a boy. But if it was a pregnant dog walking around, or a, re- a dog that had recently <laughs> you're littered... You're not going to play Red Rocket with your dog? No, no. But if there's a if there's a bitch, red, bucket, red bucket. if there's a bitch walking around and she's obviously just littered, and I'm going to try and milk that dog.
3: <laughs> Detriment to her puppies.
0: Puppies might be dead.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> you've, eat, you've
1: eaten No, it's, it's the apocalypse. Easy. I made puppy sausages. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the a,
0: apocalypse. It in be your
3: best interest for them not to be dead. Yeah, I'd like, like them do, like, not like to the be dead. Puppy
0: meat. <laughs> have some more milk. Some more milk. <laughs> no, I'm going to fucking run around with a pack of wild dogs. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> I've got six chihuahuas. Gonna yeah, be, yeah, baby. I'm going to become one with the pack.
1: Six two hours and a Jack Russell dog milk on top. <laughs> oh.
0: I'm just saying, you got it's the apocalypse. You got to drink something. Rat milk. Why the fuck not? Rat
3: burgers. Mm. Rat
0: burgers definitely. We've all had them already anyway. To be <laughs> fair,
1: we've all eaten burgers at a, at a festival.
3: Yeah.
1: We've we'll all had rat burgers.
0: Any kebab shop in Wolverhampton. <laughs> Moving on anyway. King Kebab in Wolverhampton. Their burgers were fucking amazing, but I never figured out what meat it was. It's closed now, I can name them. (laughs) Isn't (laughs) it? Just on on Broad Street, the back of the Planet Nightclub.
1: horse, cat, dog, whatever. Could have been
0: anything. It was fucking lovely, though. Whatever they got their hands on for cheap. Yeah. People. could Could have been people.
2: Could have been human meat. Anyway, they never got the... Fertiliser, because they scarpered.
0: Oh, they they left it on the ground. They come back and got it the next day. Oh, did they? Yeah. That's good of them, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Or someone just... Then again, who's who's walking off from the middle of a farmer's field with a £75 bag of of fucking fertiliser on your shoulder?
1: That's why the aliens left it, because they were like, I can't fucking carry that shit. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll bring some reinforcements. Yeah, but he doesn't know the aliens had it. Some
0: guy driving past
2: his (laughs) truck. I love that.
0: May have. He may have.
1: Yeah. Not down for this one. No.
0: <laughs> I want
1: to know what he said to him for two hours. We're not down for many of these, to be fair today. It's only really Kelly
0: Hopkinsville that gets me off that fence.
1: It does get you off, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> well,
1: I saw that bulge. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, eh?
0: Hey, it's just know, me balls. Hey. It's been natural stage. Okay, one from Australia. A lot, of, a lot of European ones in that one. A good mm. mix there, European and American. Now we got an Australian. Now an Australian. The Knowles family. A strange saga befell the Knowles family on January 19th, 1988. By the Tony outpost. Tiny? M- tiny? What did I say? Tony. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, by the tiny outpost Mundrabilla in the vast Nullarbor Desert. The Aussie names. Faye Niles and her three sons noticed a mysterious light emerging in the distance. Flooring the car in fear, the family later told police that a light beam yanked the car into the air before plunging into the ground, disabling the tyres and filling the cabin with an eerie grey mist and a foul smell. I felt like my brain was being sacked out. Said the oldest son. Was
3: it a Cockney fucking <laughs> <or> <laughs> something?
0: Yes! Because that's where the accent comes from.
3: Shut up. Yeah. Think
2: about it.
0: Yeah, alright.
2: Cockney criminals.
0: Well, Cockney. Cockney criminals sent off to Australia. But I admit, I can't do it. I started off well, I went to all Cockney towards the end, didn't it?
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, it felt like his brain was being sucked out, said the oldest son, Patrick. Truckers at the next town attested the family were all visibly shaken from the odd experience. Mm. Yeah, that one's an odd one. It's the mist that tried to suck your brain out. Oh no, it's that fog that turns you inside out.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not buying this one. Someone farted in the car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: The most famous Australian weird one is is the disappearance of Frederick Valance. We covered that, yeah. We covered that one one before? Yep. That's the most famous one, but I personally just think he was a terrible pilot. He just not got lost in the bush. No, he was flying a plane at the time. That went down in the bush. No, he was flying over the sea. They ever found the wreckage or did they find the wreckage? I can't remember. But he was like saying that there's this this UFO was flying round him. But it's probably just as likely that he managed to disorientate himself and was flying upside down, which apparently is an easy thing to do if you're an inexperienced pilot or not a very good pilot. Guy tried to join the Australian Air Force three times and rejected every time on his flying ability. Hmm. So he was not a great pilot. He may have very well got disorientated and pulled up instead of down or down instead of up and ended up in the sea weird thing was uh, Close Encounters the third card had just come out and he was like quite into that so he might have been trying to pull a hoax got himself a bit befuddled and crashed the plane or he was abducted by aliens take your pick
3: Mm.
0: so yeah there we have it Weird Alien Encounters 2 what's interesting is that they're from a lot of
2: different countries around the world
0: aren't they well, yeah, every country sees UFOs or UAPs, whatever you want to call them nowadays. I
3: wonder which one sees the most.
0: America, because America sees the most, and then it's usually Northern Europe. So you know, France, Germany, Britain, Scandinavia is second like next thing. I think China, Russia, maybe Russia's thing is you'll never know with Russia, and you'll never know with China. I mean, China, because you know they tell that ours are suppressed. theirs are more suppressed. They don't have whistleblowers.
3: Well, and the Western will that I should imagine there's more avenues to to report such things.
0: Does that too? Yeah. And you know, you don't t- take it off in the in a van with a black bag on your head reporting something like that, <laughs> like you probably do in China, China. <laughs> you know, it's it's. The thing is, the way the I love the I love the fifties UFO sightings because they're also crazy. Sci-fi is just starting to come out at that point, mm. and you can tell people are like tripping out on it a little bit.
3: I think uh, these days we're all, all bit too busy watching Netflix and whatnot that we're not even looking at the skies and shit, are we?
0: Mm. No, it's true. Distraction. We are very we are very distracted. Our attention span has been systematically reduced to seconds now. Mm. It's been purposely done that way. Of course it has. Don't down. Yeah, effectively, yeah. Don't want the population too smart, do you? Idiocracy will come You're Just
2: clever enough just to be able to do their jobs. Thick enough not to be able to ask questions.
3: What were we talking about again? <laughs> no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. on, on that bombshell. On that bombshell, Terry Crews, the president. <laughs> No, I've been Ben. Thank you very much for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Cutting to the Bull in the Post-Apocalypse. YouTube is Apocalypse Bull, and SoundCloud and Spotify and most other podcasting platforms is Cutting to the Bull in the PTA. Don't dream of a great, great. Don't jump the Flay Raid. Don't oh, join the cult. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Be certain the force
2: be with you. Nothing bad have been of mine, but not to open
0: sure oh, really, it. So the Oh, it's going to be. Everybody have a happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh yeah, Happy New Year.